Hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of Not Boring. As a reminder, on Thursdays, uh, we typically have a guest post from somebody who I think is a really talented writer um, and who knows more about a topic that I'd like the Not Boring audience to learn more about than I do. Um, and today, uh, that's Sid Ja. Sid and I first met uh, taking the Rite of Passage course that started this whole writing journey for me. Um, we recorded a, a conversation that we had talking about our first year of writing uh, a couple months ago. There's a link to that in the longer post. Um, and Sid is here today because one, he's an excellent writer. Two, he's one of the best at succession memes on all of Twitter. Uh, and three, he's also a big fan of Spotify and the audio space more generally. So without further ado, uh, let's go to streaming succession. There is a spoiler alert before we start, though. If you haven't watched all of Succession, which I don't know how you've made it through quarantine without without having watched all of it, but this post does contain spoilers, so you may not want to listen if you haven't watched, watched Succession but still want to. If you haven't watched Succession, but I, I think the post still, still works, uh, even if you haven't seen the show. All right, let's go. Streaming Succession by Sid Ja. Succession, HBO's hit comedy drama, is ostensibly about the struggle for power within the fictional Roy family. The family's patriarch, Logan, built Waystar Royco, a media conglomerate with strong Fox Corporation vibes from the ground up. After Logan falls ill, a battle ensues within the family and without over his succession. Kendall Roy, the second eldest son and the heir apparent to the media empire, quickly moves to grab power but oversteps. When Logan returns to full health, he is vindictive and cautious of Kendall's every move. Logan's other children, Connor, Shiv, and Roman, are equally cautious of their dad's moves. Growing up in an environment in which Logan stifled their emotional needs, they take every opportunity to rebel. The show has everything. Family drama, half edible, not the mom half, boardroom backstabbing, affairs, takeover attempts, even murder. Most importantly, it inspired one of my favorite videos from the internet over the past year, a video of Kermit the Frog dancing to the show's theme song, which is linked below uh, in this post. On the surface, Succession is about one family's battle for control of the media empire. One level down, it, start to, it starts to look like a dramatized version of Fox's Murdoch family. We're going one level beneath that, though. Succession is an excellent show, and the Murdochs are a fascinating family, but I'm here for you today because there's a violent succession battle underway for our ears. This essay will look at how the real universe of the audioverse imitates the characters in the fictional world of succession. Probably have a rough idea about what's going on in the music industry. Packy recently wrote about it in Earshare and Spotify calls him daddy, and Brett Bivens and I recently wrote about it in Spotify's new customer. Make sure we're all listening to the same track. Here's a quick rundown of the music industry's past 100 years. The old way of doing things, record label signed artists and owned the rights to their catalogs and made a lot of money bundling and selling CDs, was well established and worked for decades. Suddenly though, with the internet, Napster and LimeWire let people pirate music for free and the record labels lost a lot of money. Then Apple kind of saved the day with iTunes, unbundling albums and allowing customers to buy songs for 99 cent each in exchange for ease of use and relief from the threat of being sued by the recording industry artists of America. In 2008, Spotify came along and bundled again, 
offering all the songs for $9.99 per month. Google, Apple, and Amazon. I've kind of hung around the edges. Each has a music platform, master, massive distribution, and the desire to own everything, including audio. To do so, they're willing to bring their distribution might and functionally infinite resources. They also treat Spotify as a second-class citizen on their platforms to power billions of devices globally. And now there's a new kid in town, ByteDance's TikTok, combining the resources of the tech giants with the ruthless execution common in Chinese startups. So let's look at our main players. Kendall Roy is Spotify. Both are trying to get out of the shadow of what came before them. Logan Roy is the legacy music labels. Both have built massive fortunes and are holding onto the reins of power for now. Connor Roy is Apple. Both are enjoying the spoils of the work that's been done before them and are comfortable with the status quo. Roman Roy is Google. Both have tons of potential but continue to fumble. Ultimately, they both underperform. Shivroy is Amazon. Both have other main passions but feel compelled to play in this space. Shiv's husband, Tom Wamsgan, Tom, Tom Wamsgan, is Deezer, Tidal, Luminary, etc. They're not a serious threat, but they're trying adorably. We don't need to mention them again. Cousin Greg is Clubhouse, everyone's favorite new player in the competition. The more time you summon them, the more you feel like they will succeed. Stewie Hussaini is TikTok. They're after all of it. They want to own the distribution and engagement of all audio and video. Just as Kendall Roy is the main character in Succession, Spotify is at the center of our story. And for Spotify, it's chaos at home and invasion from abroad. Spotify is Kendall, the heir apparent, full of tenacity and willingness to do whatever it takes to gain the real market power and take its rightful place at top. Logan is the music labels, the old guard with the keys of the kingdom. The music labels and Logan aren't the only players, though, against whom Spotify slash Kendall are facing off. Before we get to the main battle, Let's meet the other players. Connor is Apple. As the eldest son, the top spot was at some point Connor's to lose, and he wants to lose it. Just like Apple's easy transition to Apple Music was built on the work done by the iPod and iOS, Connor is enjoying the spoils of all the hard work done by others. He's got his gated walls at Austerlitz where he can continue to do his own thing as long as he's got a good relationship with his dad. As long as Apple doesn't anger music labels, they will be allowed to play in their gated hardware-enabled wall of iOS. And despite Apple's early lead in podcasts, they don't care about winning the market. Roman is Google. Roman's occasional intelligent move in the show is akin to Google's latent power. Google has made some investments in audio, but too often they've suffered from diffuse focus and an overall disinterest in the space. With the resources that Google has, $117 billion of cash on hand as of Q1 2020, and the upbringing that Roman had, they should both be able to do better. Just like Roman, Google stays away from the spotlight, and when it does take center stage, it's known to mess up when it comes to things outside of their core competency of search and advertising. Just like Google, Roman needs to leverage his social muscles more. Ultimately, both Roman and Google are under-delivering on their potential. Viv is Amazon. She's confused about what she wants, mirroring Amazon's inability to commit to music. They have displayed confidence through Alexa, but audio has never been their core offering. Just like politics was Shiv's first preference, retail is Amazon's first priority. They might dabble in the space, but only to the extent that it serves the core business. They're a perfect mirror of Shiv. Cunning, check. Competent, check. Cool, calm, and collected, check, check, check. But do they care enough? Maybe not. Cousin Greg is Clubhouse, Silicon Valley's buzziest new app. Just like Cousin Greg, Clubhouse is unique. The more time you spend exposed to either, the more they feel powerful and inevitable. 
Both are bound to be successful. Both are bound to be liked. Both are bound to be supported by the big guys. Greg by his grandfather and Logan. Clubhouse by A16Z and their $100 million valuation. Stewie and Sandy are TikTok. Looming over all of this are the exceptionally talented people at TikTok. Just like Stewie and Sandy, private equity players who are looking to take over the company and get rid of the family's control of the firm. In the succession universe, TikTok is after the whole thing. Interaction, discovery, engagement, about it all, and they want more. And the most important shareholders, users, to go along with them. And in music, whoever has the ear of the customer is a real threat to the established players. They smell blood, and we'll hear more from them. The key question of, success, is, of succession, though, is whether Kendall will have what it takes to succeed his dad and overtake him while carrying on his legacy. Kendall's underdog status and Logan's looming disapproval is uncannily similar to the dynamics between Spotify and the music labels. Until now, Spotify has had to play respectfully with the music labels because the labels own the music. In season one of Succession, Logan tells Kendall, without me, you are nothing. And he was right. Logan controlled Waystar Royco. Spotify faces a similar threat from the music labels because the music labels still own the one thing everyone wants, the back catalog, all the songs that their artists have ever recorded. The back catalog is extremely important. People don't just listen to Drake's Chicago Freestyle from 2020, they also listen to Trophies from 2014. If the labels pull their back catalog from Spotify, the listeners go away and the company goes out of business. Just like Logan can threaten to turn the company over to Shiv, Roman, Connor, or even an outsider instead of Kendall, the music labels can theoretically decide to work with Amazon, Google, or Apple to the exclusion of Spotify. Because the labels are, pay are playing them all off of each other, Spotify and its competitors pay the labels more than 50% of their music revenues and streaming revenues more broadly. But backed by a growing army of listeners and curatorial power, Spotify is attempting to flex its nascent power. Just like Logan wants to turn the company over to Kendall, even if he could hand over the reins to one of his siblings, the labels can't really thrive without Spotify. Spotify is where most of the listeners are and more are heading. We have a chart here showing that Spotify has grown its monthly active users to 286 million, uh, representing 31% year-over-year growth. Like Kendall, Spotify is pushing its advantage in its own boardroom coup, its extension into podcast. Kendall acquired Valter, quote, a brand name and a bit of content is kind of the whole game. And Spotify acquired The Ringer and Gimlet Media. Spotify believes that podcasting will give them enough sway that we, shareholders, listeners, will vote with them. But Logan and the music label's reach is extensive. Spotify is fighting an uphill battle in the fine print. Under the current agreement, Spotify pays labels a percentage of revenue, not just from music streams, but also from podcast listens. The two will have to do battle at the negotiating table to determine who gets paid for what. But for now, the two are treating each other with respect, just like Kendall showed his dad respect in this rap caviar worthy jab. You have to watch this clip, it's in the post. It's Kendall rapping about his dad in season two. Both Spotify and Kendall exist in an ecosystem in which family and rivalry are two sides of the same coin. Since Logan, Shiv, Roman, Connor, and Stewie all own a significant portion of the voting shares on Waystar Royco, Kendall cannot make a move without their permission. Spotify's existence is, de is defined by a permission-based innovation model. Since Spotify doesn't own most of its supply and its demand is guarded by the tech platforms, they're dependent on others. People surprise you, though. The music labels didn't think a Swedish company led by a thoughtful, friendly CEO could be a killer. Logan didn't think that Kendall could be a killer, either. But 
after a whole season, <laughs> decade, of playing an underdog, Spotify is done living under the shadow of the labels. Unbeknownst to the labels, it's ready to be a killer app. In May 2020, Spotify announced an exclusive deal with Joe Rogan. Rogan is for Spotify what Pierce Media was for Waystar Royco. Exclusive content that helps differentiate the product while making it too big for anyone to touch. Just like Kendall convinced the stubborn Pierce family to sell, Spotify convinced the staunchly independent Rogan to come behind Spotify's walls. In both cases, an extraordinary amount of money was involved. As an encore, just yesterday, Spotify signed another huge exclusive, this time with Kim Kardashian West. In one fell swoop, Spotify announced to the world that it was serious about the podcasting space, had committed the resources to execute on its plan, and was ready to take what was rightfully its. Just like Succession, the dust has not settled yet for this chapter of the auto industry. Spotify's Joe Rogan signing was just a dramatic conclusion to one season and the opening scene to the next. Kendall and Spotify have both proclaimed publicly that they're ready to fight. Logan and the music labels are holding onto their empires with everything they've got. And a whole host of players are waiting in the wings, ready to pounce on any misstep. As for me, as Sid and Stewie said, I promise you that I am spiritually and emotionally and ethically and morally behind whoever wins. Thanks for listening to this week's recording. We'll be back on Monday with another original piece. Looking forward to seeing you then.